Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to me in the Law Mindset. This is a beautiful day to start with a new life. And this is what it's all about. You are listening to Million Dollar Mindset. Please meet your host, Dr. Bach Nguyen, multiple times world record author, industries disruptor and serial entrepreneur. Welcome to the Alphas. So hi everyone, I am Dr. Back. Welcome to Million Dollar Mindset. This is an open table about how to write a book in 30 days. And especially uh, when this, this era, let's call this era of COVID and confinement and pandemic, why should you write a book? Uh, I think that, let's start with this, the why. The why is the most important thing to everybody because we need motivation. Um, I don't know for you, but I know that for most people that I have been speaking with and also for myself, it's it's been very frustrating the last uh, few months because we are in the receiving end, just waiting to comply and then waiting and readapting again. And I'm sure that you all have your stories. And businesses have their the way of trying to survive and trying to reinvent themselves. Today, you call that a website, you call that an online store. What do we have as individual to have a voice out there? So for the people who was doing that before, they have the blogs. For people who are doing that before, some people have video blogs. Some people have a place where they can uh, just express themselves. But a lot of people were very productive. And until COVID happened, they were doing fine. Uh, what happened since it's uh, we were kind of been benched, all of us. We've been benched. We are waiting for what's next. And then um, we kind of lost our voice. And then next time we'll be able to tell what we think, it's when we're going to go vote. And the question will be, will you go vote or will you be too busy trying to run after the car that they throw us? So um, writing books, and this is a personal experience, to me was my way to, to slow down to be comfortable with my own voice, with, with myself. And uh, you know that before COVID, it was something that most of us needed. We need a, a time to just slow down the pace, to be comfortable with who we are, to know our real values from the one that we're being imposed. And uh, from there, the decisions are taken to know how we're going to move forward. We're in a pandemic. When we're in confinement, we have a lot of time to just reflect. So some people will spend that time trying to do sport as they can. Uh, some other people will spend time going through Netflix to know what they've missed. But eventually, all of us look in the mirror and say that, so what's next? All of us has been waiting for life to resume as usual. And until now, most of us are still waiting for life to resume as before. Let me tell you, it's been a year. That year is gone. Life will never resume the way it was. Even if everything comes back exactly the way it was, life has changed because you have changed. So the idea of writing a book is a way for you to make sense of this. You make sense of it. You make sense of what you've been through, what you knew before. And eventually, you're able to make sense of where you're going. As long as you are comfortable with who you are and you know where you're going, this is how you can just move forward. So I'm going to just give you some big guidelines because this is an open table. It's for you to just ease your way in. Why do you want to write a book? It is a time for you to just stop and reflect, to know who you are, what you're doing, 
and eventually where you want to go especially now in the time of pandemic and covid we've been isolated so there's there's a premium to this and the premium is playing in our favor because usually when you want to disconnect when you want to reinvent yourself when you want to be somebody else everybody who's been through this will tell you that the people surrounding you will be the one holding you back they don't want you to change they know who they who you are they like you the way you are they hate you the way you are they don't want you to change but what happened in a pandemic you're basically seeing less than maybe what 5 to 10 people and those people are the one you love the most the one you are connected with the one who maybe know you the most so there's a lot less noise and resistance for you to change and now you have time the idea of a book it's a template for you to increment this change into steps and because you you've wrote your steps down your engagement down your commitment down now you know it's true now you know it's real no one can force you to do that but you want to you were the one writing so in a sentence what writing books did to me it gave me a chance to look in the mirror it gave me a chance to redraw the mirror the way i see fit and i was looking at the mirror with a lot of honesty in all of my books except the fictional one i'm talking about what i've done before what i've learned and how i'm moving forward that was my first book and <laughs> let me tell you the story my first book is I, I, as i started it was because i've been invited to speak at a conference about business i was just say yeah okay sure so and i'm not somebody who ever will ever back out from something that i have uh, commit but then um, a few weeks later i learned that i am supposed to speak after michelle obama on stage <laughs> trust me i wasn't laughing i was i was afraid i was shitting my pants so um usually i never get prepared for anything i just show up and i go with the vibe but that one that one scared me and um it was supposed to be in english so you know i'm more a french speaker and that was uh, three years and a half ago i have to think every time i speak in english because i have to translate my sentence i have to structure them and you know what well, this screw me also because today i am bad both in english and in french because when i speak in english i think in french and when i speak in french i speak in english so it's like yeah <laughs> take what you can this is the best i can do and i have to prepare for stage and i have to prepare in a language that i have to think twice before i can speak so pusula came in said that if i know you're scared but you're doing great or oh, just go out there take a beer and you nail it and did, that didn't cut so he told me to just go watch some ted talks and to prepare one or two so i will be able to do my presentation based on a ted talk believe it or not by that time i didn't even know what a ted talk was because i was too busy running my business i was too busy trying to do to change the world but because of the name of michelle obama i took this very seriously so i went online and i wa i watched a few ted talks look at those ted talks uh after i think 25 minutes or so i was getting bored some were better somewhere but I was about to give up when I stumbled on a speech of Amiral William McRaven. If you want to change the world, make your bed. For those of you who never heard that speech, 
go look it up it is a great one so amira mcraven changed the vibe of that day because now i was eating his words one after the next and i went through his process i went through the structure of his speech it wasn't a ted talk but i went through the structure of his speech and to summarize the, the the structure to you it's you start with a bold affirmation something that will resonate is a title if you want to if you want to change the word which is something it's big start by making your bed which is something very uh, small and trivial you put the two together it's like wow that's original if you go through this just like you go to an article you have the title then you have the abstract you have to explain to people this is what and go straight to the point because people today have a very short attention span and as you explain the concept to make it relatable we have to tell a story so to make it true you have to bring in a life experience you can use your own you can use somebody else but you have to tell a story so the emotional rise of the, the speech or the core of it is to tell a story relate to your subject and to prove your point after that part you have to address your audience because since the beginning you have to look your audience in the eye to address them so by the end you need a, a crowd empowerment you have to address your audience saying that so you home now it's your turn what are you going to do so you need a key to actions now they know that they're part of it so that was the structure that i understood from a ted talk or from the speech of amira mcraven put into my own words i used that template that exact template from an affirmation description or the explanation of what i'm trying to say then an emotional rise which is a story and a crowd empowerment and i started writing ted talks the second advice that i received because uh, you know when you're you try to find your best success right you try to describe what you do that you're proud of that's what it's worth your time to go on stage wrong i met there my friend he has uh, basically uh, in canada all the movie awards he has been nominated and have a few of each <laughs> he's a very private person so he asked me not to disclose his name but you know all the the honors and movie award he has a few of each <laughs> and if there's one or two that he doesn't have that would be the exception that being said i told him say hey bro how you doing I, i've been involved in a crazy endeavor i have to write ted talks and to go on stage and i'm thinking to maybe compile this into a book so he was looking at me and say yeah okay let me just give you one piece of advice a good one you know when you talk about your success it's a great thing you feel good most people will just hate you for it until they love you they will hate you for it and he was right and they will be called bragging but when you f- share your failures this is where the story is getting interesting and this is where people will relate to you even those who hate you will listen and something happened for the first i think by uh, that time it was the first 5 days i was writing i was not struggling but i was trying to polish each of my words so i look good after he gave me the permission to talk about my failures he opened a door in my mind so just just to put thing in perspective i am a doctor i am in shape in a very square space and we have no right for, to failure we always have to be perfect as on top of that that I'm an immigrant I'm the son of immigrants who lost everything when they came to this country and to my parents is cookie cutter you have to feed in the mold of success 
for them is it was called to become a doctor. And on top of that, that I've been raised as a Catholic. You know that there's a very cl clear definition between right and wrong. It was kind of hard for me to just loosen up. The doctor, an immigrant, molding to perfection or the idea of perfection, marked with the iron of religion, saying that this is right and this is wrong. How do you face failure? Actually, you swallow failure. You swallow failure as a wound to your pride, you're trying to make better, you come back to the table, but that's it. You don't talk about your failures. Those of us who won, you face a failure, you try to beat your failure, you come back to the table, and that's it. So after 40 years of eating my failures, that day, that friend of mine allowed me to open that door up. And the magic happened as I was writing. It felt liberating. Because now I could talk about my failures. Which are not failures. I was trying to do something. Nobody succeeded first time. And within two weeks, I had 21 TED Talks based on that frame that I learned from Amiral McRaven, talking about both my success and failures. And I felt so good. It felt so good. We are just us here. Yeah, sure, people will be joining later and this might be listened by millions of people eventually. But right now, I feel that I'm talking to you. I can tell you that writing my first book allowed me to just set aside my past. Because I face my failure, because I allow myself to vibe those emotions that I was trying to just um, push down and down. But after a certain point, it's like you become heavier and heavier of stuff that you don't even like. All of those failures, all those emotion repressed came out. But instead of coming, coming out as a storm or as an anger, it came out as words on chapters. And taking that shape of a narrative, just like I'm talking to you today. But most failures became my best chapter one after the next. Because now I have something, a story that people can say, oh jeez. And if you go through the narrative of how we like to consume legends, most legends start with a failure. In other words, most legends start with a challenge. And how the hero will step up from that challenge, how the hero will evolve in that challenge, the bigger the challenge, the better the story. In other words, the bigger your failures, the better your narrative. <laughs> I didn't understand all of that uh, when I, as I wrote my, my first book, but what it allowed me was to just clear myself from my past. And as I did that, it felt so good that I did that within two weeks. I had an introduction and a conclusion and ta-da, voila, I had my first book written within two weeks in English and I was ready for the stage. Today, looking back, I am at my 82nd book. It's been three years and a half 
and I never stopped writing. Sure, I took some days off, uh, sometimes I took some weeks or months off, and then I resumed. But writing allowed me to just make peace with my past, then make sense with my past or from my past, to have a time every day to meditate with myself. Because every time I write, I think that it's not just me writing or speaking, it's my subconscious. And I'm, I have a dialogue. Call me crazy, but I'm not looking in a mirror. <laughs> I'm looking at a computer screen and I write. That being said, um, over the last year, it became something else. It also became a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, after 80, 80-some book, you run out of story to tell if you're telling what you've been doing. So I think that at my 37, already I have to provoke things in my life to have something to write. And this became uh, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because when you arrive on a table, when you write, it's like in the real life, you call that a failure. In the book, you call that a challenge. In real life, you call that, I met somebody who pissed me off. In the book, that's your opponent. In the book, that's the person put on your path by fate to test you or to, to wake you up. So... It allowed you to give a sense to everything. And you stop discarding things that happened to you. So as I was doing this, my own personal grew and I became Dr. Bass. For a while, I was aiming at having more and more world record because I'm writing books and just because I still write <laughs> a title after the next and keep doing so at a record pace, I never had the time to stop to ask the world record to look at them saying that can you just officialize those because every time that you submit my numbers change right two, two weeks later i have a book my best was 30 hours later i had a book i started with writing books then i have them on amazon then i have them on apple books then i have them on barnes and noble so there's so many to do lately we're producing audiobooks in parallel so my job is to write books my job is to keep walking my journey i don't have time to stop and to prove to people that I've done them. Go online, it's, it's for you to see, it's for you to buy, it's for you to share, it's for you to enjoy. But yesterday, I had a, a meeting with my team and we agreed on something. Now, it's time to be officialized, but we need to wait, it's not to finish the first book, that was two years ago, three years and a half ago, or the second, or the third, or the fourth, and how are you gonna package them? It's, it's, it's like today, if I package one after the next, I might have more than 81 word record because sometimes I, I wrote three of them in, in a month and it's done. And uh, what about publishing? <laughs> what about So we are aiming now to have the title of the word record having the most word record. And we're talking about Guinness World Record. So it's crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's bold. Uh, three years ago, I would say that that is just crazy. Most people say that you're crazy. And you're so arrogant. Today, the crazy is gone. The arrogant is still there, but people don't say it anymore because they look at me, they're saying that, oh yeah, he's done it, but uh, what else? And I noticed that to those people, it's because I remind them of what they haven't done. But then I turn over and I look at all the people that I don't even know. Those people reaching out for me. Those people going to my conference. The last time I was on stage, there was 300 people plus Showing up just for me. Trust me, that was more scary than to speak after Michelle Obama. But Michelle Obama never happened. She she canceled. But I did my part of the deal. But to have 300 people show up for you, only you, that was very humbling. 
and I went on stage, I gave it my best. The story I'm giving you today is half of what I gave that audience that day of how you can reinvent yourself. We call the conference the power of yes, but it's all about how can you reinvent yourself? How can you find meaning to your life and motivation to go forward and to be who you want to be? And this is the important, who you want to be. So we're approaching the end of this uh, open table together. But I'll tell you something. Everybody has a story to tell. So yes, you're worth it. I'll tell you also that to not wait to write your first book. You have to get rid of your first book as soon as possible because that book is your past. It's all the emotions, all the failures, all the frustration that you've been repressing in that book will be great. And you'll be able to make peace with that. Maybe you stop there. Most people won't. You have to taste that feeling of freedom after being free from your own emotions. Those you repress and all those that, you know, the, the bitter emotion, the anger, the... Wow. Well, when I say that I was growing, I don't, I'm not sure that I, I, I grew. I was just lighter from all those burdens that I was uh, carrying around everywhere I go. So I'll tell you, get rid of your first book as soon as possible. And then you're going to have a blank sheet to write your life, to write your destiny, to write your story. And with this, we'll conclude the first open table about how to write a book in 30 days. For those of you who would like to have more right away, that book is available on Amazon, on Apple Books, and maybe on Boys and More. You have to verify that. But it's about an hour read. And I give you all now the, the, the process, how to go through to the narrative, how to write it. But I give you the spine today. Today we cover the why. I think that the why was the most important thing. And the how, we'll be having more open table. But for those of you who like to have it structured and to have it fast, I invite you to go look at the book, How to Write a Book in Two Days by Dr. Bak Nguyen. And um, if we have more of the discussion and more and more of you would like to have live seminars, uh, I love this format, the format of just opening a mic and to exchange, uh, write to me. If there's enough people, I'll try to free some time in my schedule to do so because I would love to see you free from your past. And I would love to see what you do with your future because I am walking by. From a, a doctor, son of immigrant with repressed emotions, I'm at a midlife crisis looking at what I've done, which is okay. Uh, I survived the cookie cutter to now aim to, to be happy. On top of trying to have the most world record in the history of world record, it's a, it's a crazy ride. You know what? I'm the same guy. I'm the same guy. This one thing that I have changed is I'm happy, I'm free. And because of that, I'm doing more and more and faster and faster. So with this, I hope to all of you to find your destiny to find your happiness, to find your freedom. This was Dr. Back, produced for Million Dollar Mindset. Welcome to the office.